0: Three, two, one. Hit What? Reversal of fortune. That's why I tell my friends everything happens for seriously, a Seriously, you had one job. I, just, I, I can't Jeez. with some of these people. Mom, put down on your goddamn cell phone. I don't phones. think my dad even knows how to use a computer. Uh, <laughs> would you rather? All right. Trust me, take no, my advice. No, but seriously, that legit happened. Welcome to Nervous Habits. This is the 50th episode of the pod. You heard me correctly. That's 50-50-50. 50, uh Sencon O Odven Funzvig V V Schumann Hellstred Pedacet uh Berigoti Hamar uh Kolgig Femtio Hiner Kant What What the Fifty Episodes of nervous Fifty Episodes of Nervous Habs Podcast. Technically if you're keeping score at home, if you're shaking your head, uh this is the sixty-third episode, but it's fifty episodes, not counting all of the bonuses and all the check-ins. And, you know, for the fiftieth episode, I, I sort of you know, I had a couple thoughts on what I wanted to do with the fiftieth episode. I have some guests coming up um that I thought would be amazing to spotlight for the 50th. Like for example, next week I'll be speaking with an award winning documentary filmmaker on um his Netflix documentary about the state of the environment, but I think tonally that's just a more serious conversation. I didn't want to create like dissonance with with the the tone of the 50th episode and the environment. And also I didn't want to detract from that conversation. But I wanted to sort of end this podcast the way it began with my solo rants. I mean, uh, if you're new to the pod, back before I started interviewing guests, you know, the first 25, 30 episodes, first year, uh, year and a half was just me. You know, riffing on um, on issues, you know, and and occasionally talking to friends and family. So, uh, not to say the podcast is ending, but you know, just saying that for dramatic effect. And you know, being that this is the fiftieth official episode, uh, I do sort of you know feel a little nostalgic. I mean, two years ago I recorded my very first episode of this podcast. Um, I can't really remember what the impetus was, what drove me to it. I know that. For a long time, I had, you know, molded over, and it would be one of those fleeting thoughts I'd have in the back of my mind when riding the subway. Oh, you know, it'd be fun to make a podcast. Oh, I think, I think, you know, that I can see myself doing that, and then I just forget about it. But I don't know what it was. It's it's sort of like going to the gym. Um, once you get there, it's easy, but it's just actually starting that's the hard part. And whatever the the you know precipitating event was that that drove me to make the first episode i i released i think that first day i i recorded um i sort of like re- outlined my thoughts and recorded like two or three episodes and then i was just you know i i just sort of became obsessed and in- enthralled with the process of um planning and recording the episodes and uh to be honest you know i i i can't really listen to that first episode anymore <laughs> because it's too cringe it's almost like, um, you know, watching watching a car crash in, in slow motion. And uh, my goal is actually to make enough podcast episodes that no one will be able to scroll all the way back to the first one. Like the queue in Spotify or Apple will be too jammed packed with content that it'll take like five minutes to scroll all the way back there. And, you know, only those who are truly invested with Freud or with, you know, reliving my... <laughs> my uh just cringe first episode will actually go back and check it out um but i guess but i guess in honor of my 50th episode i thought that i'd you know share some of the the most negative feedback that i've received from the pod uh because i don't know it it's it's funny like i in some ways i appreciate the negative feedback more than the positive feedback because it's critical i mean i don't know it, it's almost like if you ask your friend how's their relationship going and they say it's great, it's fantastic, there's not a lot to talk about. You know, like like that's probably like a 60-second conversation. Oh, you know, it's a good relationship. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Glad to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, whereas if you ask someone, you know, what's up with their relationship and then they start – you know, bitching oh, you know, my boyfriend forgot her anniversary, and he you know my girlfriend keeps leaving her hair in the bathtub all of a sudden that's that leads to the the truly saturated conversations that that go on for hours, and you know th- that's really what people want to hear you know people don't want people don't want me to to rehash the the positive uh feedback that I've gotten from the from the podcast um assuming that I've gotten any people are probably more curious you know what what sort of, what sort of criticism have you received? Um, and, hang on. And to answer that question, like, you know, I, I, I've always mentioned, I mentioned this in the past, friends and family have told me from the beginning that these episodes are too long. Like, I, I probably get, I would say that, um, anytime someone discovers my podcast uh, be that from social media, you know, maybe I'll post something or, you know, maybe they'll find it on their own, whatever. The first comment they make is, man, these episodes are an hour and a half. Who has time to listen to that? And I respond, well, you know, you could just listen to like 20 minutes one day and 20 minutes the next day, but apparently that doesn't work for most people. So to those of you that think that the 1.5 episode structure, the long form structure is stupid, In honor of you guys, I would like to sit here for maybe like 30 seconds in silence just to elongate the episode further. I'm going to filibuster. I'm going to filibuster this episode for you guys. I am going to extend this episode. Make it a little longer than it needs to be just because I like long-form podcasts. Because to me, there's, there's two forms of podcasts, right? There's podcasts that are like 5 minute new york times the daily everything you need to know that that you you know bite size you can sort of brush your teeth and and you know have it on the background and then there's podcasts like you know the the joe rogan show for example that are 2 3 hours long that are almost like listening to an audiobook and to me those podcasts are better than the bite size ones because you have the freedom to jump around right like a bite size podcast Let's say you really you're really into, you know, learning about whatever whatever the issue is. Um, maybe they're re- reviewing a movie or you know a, a recipe. And you you just you either want to learn more about it or maybe you're just really enjoying it, you know, and you want to you want to sit in that moment for longer. You can't with the bite-sized podcast because it's over the blink of an eye. But with these podcasts, you know, they they might they might linger linger for a while. I might sit here Sort of twiddling my thumbs. But the good thing is you can jump around. You can fast forward. You can rewind. You know, you can, Um, as I said, you can listen to it in bits and pieces. So I'm not, so I you know, I, <laughs> I don't mean to like get defensive, but you know, those people who who are insistent the podcast, you know, are too long, which is pretty much everyone. I don't know what to tell you. I'm, and I... More, some more negative feedback I got, more, more shit talking. Uh, I started posting episodes on YouTube and more than one person has commented that I remind them of Joel Osteen. I got, I got a comment on, on YouTube. Let me see if I can pull it up. It says, uh, this was on the, the Harry Mack video, the Harry Mack, the freestyle rapper episode, uh, 35. Someone posted first. I thought this was Joel Osteen. And then someone, someone else posted separately, wait, is that Joel Osteen hosting? Yo, I'm, what do you guys think? You can't make people do what's right. You can't make yourself do well. If you're trying to control everything, you're going to be frustrated. You have to turn it over to God. Do what you can. Then let him take I for care one, of, of it. the rest. Maybe the Jewish Joel Osteen. Maybe it's the hair. Um, I mean, I talk with my hands a little bit, but yeah, I, I mean, I usually get celebrity comparisons. I usually get, um, uh, Andy Samberg. Cool. 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 No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Nice. Um, yeah, but not Joel Osteen. Also 50 episodes in people still think I speak really fast in the podcast, which to me is quite surprising because I've made never over the last 50 episodes speak more slowly and enunciate my words more precisely but in any event I don't intend to ameliorate this at all because I think it's part of what makes Nervous Habits the eccentric production it is if you're looking for a show where the host speaks more slowly and intelligibly thousands of mindfulness and meditation podcasts that you can listen to in lieu of this one you know I make this podcast because I love it um, seriously I, I derive a lot of satisfaction from you know having these conversations with, with guests and, and these experts I honestly learn as much as you guys from you know uh from talking to these people and also before the episodes having to sort of you know research the issues and make sure that i you know i, I can be informed and in, uh guiding these conversations someone told me recently uh that the the problem with podcasts is that the market is is oversaturated that there's too many podcasts out there and it's true it is true there are probably gosh i mean I, I, I'll look it up right now. I'm, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess on Spotify alone. Uh, I'm going to say maybe like seventy-five thousand podcasts. Wow, I was way off. Um, the company says it's grown its podcast catalog to more than a million shows, up from the seven hundred thousand podcasts it was recording this March. So as of last April, there was a million, more than a million. Let's see how many are on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts says there are 500,000 podcasts as of January 2021. So Spotify has twice as many as Apple Podcasts. Sort of interesting. But, um, you know, someone reported, hey, you know, the, uh, the market's oversaturated podcasts. There's too many. And, you know, that's fair. That's fair. Because I would venture to guess there's not a million shows <laughs> that you can watch or a million movies that you can watch. Um, so there are a lot of podcasts. But I think that's part of the charm of a podcast you have so many choices that you guys can be discerning on what you want to listen to, right? Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts in my free time, and I don't know. I, I feel—I I know that I can listen to—you know, there's a million for me to choose from, but I sort of feel like a loyalty to the to the couple of podcasts that I listen to, um, like a relationship with the host, Uh, just like I get to, you know— hang out with them for an hour, you know, once a week or, or whatever. So I, I don't see the oversaturation with podcasts as a problem. And I also think it's it's kind of cool that anyone can start a podcast and um and build a following. You know, and and I really, I do enjoy engaging with, with you guys on these issues. Back in the early stages of the podcast, for those who have just started listening in the last couple months or in the last year, back when the podcast started in 2019, I used to actually get emails and tweets and read them out loud. I don't really do that anymore. <laughs> um, I don't, you know, in part cause I don't get a lot of emails or I mean I get occasional tweets, but not as many. And uh, I don't know. Also it eats up a lot of time. Um, although, you know, although as I said, certainly don't mind the longer episodes, but I, I liked, I like the, the format as it is. And as I said, you know, I, I've learned a lot the last 50 episodes and, you know I'd be remiss if I didn't thank all of you guys for listening fifty episodes slash sixty three episodes uh and and also thank all of the the people who have been a part of this journey over the last two years um you know if if you're newer to the pod i'll I'll sort of like like um highlight a couple of my my favorite episodes favorite moments if you want to go back and and listen save you the trouble of binging the whole catalog in the beginning the first year. I did the episode. I, I did the podcast solo, um, and my first like four or five episodes were just me rambling about um, issues that I was passionate about. So, episode three on modern dating was one of, one of my favorite episodes. Um, and you know, I talked about the problem with dating apps and why it pays to be a satisficer rather than a maximizer when you're making decisions. Um, and it's funny. I, I'm actually we're planning some episodes over the next couple months probably because I'm planning pretty far ahead where I'm revisiting that issue where I'm going to speak to um hopefully people a little more qualified than I am to talk about the dating app infrastructure and whether or not that's true that you know you do see this problem of analysis paralysis and option overload with dating so I really enjoyed that episode um back episode 3 and then you know my first few guests I had uh, my childhood friend AJ Piazza talking about consciousness and AI and lucid dreaming back in episode five. So if those topics interest you, you can check that out. And then um episode seven, soon to be clinical psychologist, my sister Holly Rosen came on and we talked about uh, mental illness. So that was an important episode for me as well because, you know, I I sort of opened up about, you know, my challenges with anxiety and with O C D growing up and And if if there's one episode that I probably would want you to listen to of the entire 50 that I've done, it would be episode 13, uh, maybe the most important episode I did, where I dived into our struggle with death um, and, you know, why why we fear death um, and this innate duality that exists within us between our immortal mind that, you know, can soar to infinity and and think abstractly, and our bodies that will decay and die, uh, obviously drew a lot on the book *Denial of Death* by um, Ernest Becker. So, yeah, that that would be that would be the biggest one that that I uh, that I, I want you to go back to listen to. Nervous Habits Podcast is sponsored by Grammarly. So how special that for the 50th episode, I am announcing a new partnership between Nervous Habits and Grammarly. I had heard of Grammarly uh, through uh, ads that they've done on other podcasts, I've seen their ads on YouTube, and a number of my friends in law school have used Grammarly before, and I sort of assumed that Grammarly was like an additional spell check on your work But the other day, I started using Grammarly. I created an account and immediately added it to my Google search bar. And now anytime I write an email, if if I highlight a word or a sentence, it automatically provides definitions or synonyms. So it's not just a spell check machine. You guys already have that on your computer. It's actually more like having a guidance counselor or your mom over your shoulder telling you what to say. Uh, The app will literally rewrite your sentences for clarity and adjust your tone. If, If you're writing an email... Uh, it's amazing how technology, how advanced technology has gotten. If you're writing an email, it would literally rate the email before you hit send and tell you whether or not the tone is too friendly or too hostile. I remember I worked at a law firm, um, and I would always draft two forms of an email. The first was what I wanted to say, hey, uh, it's 11 PM. Can can I go home now? And the second was what I actually said. Good evening, Mr. X. Unless there are further edits to the oral argument materials, I am going to head out for the evening. Sometimes I would spend 20 minutes mulling over how to best say what I want to say. And as I repeat over and over again on this pod, you know, we live in 2021 in just an extremely technologically forward society. So there's nothing wrong with allowing applications like Grammarly to do this job for us. Writing emails shouldn't be something that zaps you of your life force. Uh, And Grammarly Premium actually helps you write like a pro with advanced real-time feedback. You can level up your writing for work, school, or personal projects. Premium features include advanced suggestions on grammar, punctuation, sentence structure, and style, and it's a perfect writing tool for anyone who wants to stand out with every word. You can elevate your writing with 20% off Grammarly Premium by using my special code. The nice people at Grammarly were able to create a a, a webpage just for for you guys, just for my my loyal, nervous habits listeners at grammarly.com slash Nervous habits. That's twenty percent off Grammarly Premium at Grammarly. dot com slash nervous habits. G R A M M A R L Y. dot slash nervous habits. And then episode nineteen, where I talked about our addiction to cell phones and a look at how these uh, software engineers program behavioral addiction. Um, and this discussion, by the way, is made much more salient by the Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma, um, which you know, if you haven't seen, you should absolutely go see it. It's phenomenal. Um, And it just sort of, you know, depicts how exactly these software engineers, like what, what they're doing to create these feedback loops in you. It's, it's interesting. I mean, the, the documentary, The Social Dilemma was extraordinarily effective in bringing the viscerality of our addiction to social media, to life. Um, In particular, you know, if you saw the movie midway through, there's these eerie fast cuts of a person's pupil dilating, juxtaposed against a syringe and the sound of a woman <gasps> gasping, and it sort of provides the perfect visual to what's happening in our brains when we reflexively pick up our phones and swipe up. It's a horror. It's sort of like a horror esque feel of the movie, and I think it it struck the perfect uh, uh, perfect chord. I'm um, and then the other thing I liked about the, the social dilemma was the they had this like, uh, this team of engineers played by, uh, Vincent Karthizer And it was like the people lurking behind your screens, responding to the protagonist's behavior, dialing up his engagement saying, Oh, you know, he's, he's looking away from the phone, got to dial up the engagement, you know, saying, Oh, he's, he's primed for an ad hit him. I think that was like a clever and effective way to show everything that was taking place. Um, and that conversation started in episode 19. And, um, it's interesting thinking about the past episodes I've done. I've done some of these, like conversations I started on my own, and I'm continuing with experts. Like I'm going to have some folks on in the coming months, at some point this year, to talk about not just the social dilemma of the film, but also techn- technological addiction and whether or not you know there needs to be more regulation in that space. Bring in sort of the law because you know if you think about it, Netflix and the streaming services which have exploded during the pandemic Disney Plus, HBO Max, Hulu their business is keeping your attention it's an attention economy right and so when you pay attention to one thing like you know Facebook you're ignoring something else Netflix so Netflix is competing with everything competing with you know your your you taking a shower is competing with Netflix you going to the gym is competing with Netflix and, you know, brings to mind whether or not these there needs to be more regulation to interrupt these potentially addictive behaviors. Uh, and, you know, with the phones, you had screen time, which I talked quite a bit, um, and the endless feedback loop and on uh, the infinite timeline and how it says you're all caught up. And I'm wondering with streaming services whether or not there needs to be something that – an alert maybe that comes on Netflix that says, you've been watching for two hours, like – just an FYI, you should probably get back to your life. Or, um, I don't know, just like maybe some sort of maybe screen time equivalent where it says you've watched this amount of time this week or this month. Anyway, I mean, I... I so all that's to say, like, I, I I started this conversation episode 19, and I'm going to be continuing it over the coming months. Also, the last solo episode that I did that comes to mind... Is the simulation episode episode twenty four um and it, you know what's so funny about that is I did an episode you know that addressed the question of are we living in simulation something I grapple with all the time um a discussion of you know is reality real and at first, no one really listened to that like it was one of my least streamed and downloaded episodes, and then all of a sudden um over the last like six months, i don't know if like the pandemic or something now if if I pull up like the episodes that have gotten the most buzz, that one is third. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what it was, but um, and that's you know that's another episode where I'm hoping to have. I, I don't want to you know name any names because I still have to sort of iron out the kinks and finalize the details, but hoping to have one of the more brilliant minds, um, in that space on to continue that conversation on the simulation theory. So that was you know the first like first year. It was mainly just. Year and three months, mainly just doing these episodes on my own, and then Nervous Habits Reloaded, uh, right around quarantine last spring, spring of 2020. That's when I started bringing on these guests, and um, one of my favorite conversations was episode 35 with Harry Mack, um, someone that I admired for a long time, and uh, having getting to sit down with him and talk about, you know, entering the flow state um, and sort of you know how his mind. You know what's going on in his mind when he's coming up with these just ridiculously innovative freestyle raps, and um, of course his bonus performance, uh, which which is you know maybe the most fun thing I've I've done in the pod, and it's been great you know watching him grow over the last year, um, uh, continue to grow his his YouTube channel, and now he's on TikTok, and you know he does he does all these things. So definitely definitely uh, not only check out that episode, but I would I would follow him because always watching his freestyles brings a smile on my face. He spreads, spreads love and positivity. Um, so really that, that was a key, um, uh, episode that, that I enjoyed on a more serious note, I guess the conversation I had with the Guinness world record pilot, um, Ryan Campbell about being the first person to travel around the world as a solo pilot and then overcoming the adversity of paralysis after his plane crash. It was, you know, really inspiring. Um, and if if you're sort of going through a rough time, um, and you need encouragement, I would absolutely you know listen to that conversation with Ryan if you haven't already. And then um, the recent episode I did with uh, the astrophysicist Professor Avi Loeb, literally the episode um, from last week discussing the prospect of intelligent life outside the Earth. I mean that that stands out as as one of the more incredible conversations I've had not just on the podcast, maybe my, my whole life, I mean, um, getting to talk to, arguably, like, the leading expert on astronomy and astrophysics in the world about what's happening, you know, off of our Earth, about how, just how small we are. You know, I keep coming back to this, this, this visual of, like, ants on a grain of sand and picture how many grains of sand are on a beach. I mean, in a handful there's ten thousand grains, uh, grands. in a handful. There's ten thousand grains. Um, so you know, picture, picture billions, billions of grains of sand. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure most of you guys listened to that already. But uh, at some point, I definitely want to talk, fin- continue that conversation because it's it's remarkable. Um, and it's interesting. Next week, um, and I'll previous at the end of this episode. Next week. Um, I'm going to be talking to uh, Keith Scully about the environment and you know what's happening on Earth. So you know it's 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 amazing going from sort of large scale thinking about what's happening in the universe and the likelihood that there's other intelligent life, and then sort of taking a step more inward, like what's happening on Earth. Um, so even though it hasn't you know I haven't released it yet, my conversation with Keith going next week. Is also, I think, one of the highlights of the podcast so far. So all has to say, you know, it's it's just been a you know really incredible two years for me on the podcast. And I want to thank everyone again who's been a guest on the show. I want to thank all you guys for listening. Um, I want to thank you guys for 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 the support, for the encouragement. Because at the end of the day, as much as I do enjoy this, for me. If if no one listened, <laughs> I probably wouldn't keep releasing more episodes. And the good news is, I'm not done yet. I'm not hanging up my hat after 50. I got to get to 100, because I don't think I think I think that you know maybe there's a million podcasts on Spotify and 500,000 Apple Apple podcasts, but let's see how many of those make it to 100 episodes. I'd imagine you know of that million, half of them are people who recorded a couple episodes and then lost interest. And they're probably still watching Netflix. They're on hour nine, hour nine of the day or, you know, just, just life gets busy. You know, people, people have work, people have kids, school, all all sorts of that fun stuff. So I'm going for a hundred and I alluded to this. I have a lot of exciting, exciting episodes planned, um, coming up. I actually have like my next six episodes are already, um, either recorded or edited so I you know I'm I'm going to be talking about fun stuff um, in the environment as I said next week I'm going to preview at the end we're going to talk some politics the legacy of the Trump administration um, and the Biden agenda so if you're into that tune in if you want to skip it you know, no, no harm, no foul. We're gonna be talking about psychedelics, uh, drug, drug, um, drug use is something I haven't really explored too much on the pod. Psychedelics and how they're gonna be used potentially to treat depression and anxiety. We're gonna talk about dating. Um, I mentioned, you know, uh, dating apps and and you know how uh, what the interplay is between psychology and sociology and, and um, you know tech in in that respect. Uh, so there's a lot of exciting stuff down the pike. Now, as blessed as I am to have had so many incredible guests over the last 50 episodes, there are still people that I would love to get on Nervous Habits. And if you're listening, Mr. Elon Musk, let's sit down. Let's chat about the super intelligence and how quickly machines will surpass humans in general intelligence and why you think we're living in a simulation and your you know Twitter meme game, my friend. Uh, give me a call. Shoot me an email. Um, I would love to... <laughs> Elon Musk isn't coming on my podcast. Uh, so dream guest, number one, Mr. Musk, of course, not going to happen. So uh, who else is a dream guest of mine to hopefully get on the podcast one day? Um, comedian Bill Burr. I think he's absolutely hilarious. Uh, economist Daniel Kahneman. Psychologist Daniel Goleman. A psychologist Albert Bandora. Uh, tech guru and ethicist um, Tristan Harris. I mean, if I could be ambitious, just, you know, I'd love to talk to Martin Scorsese. He's my, my favorite director of all time. Um, I'll take Bernie Sanders. That'd be a fun conversation. Lynn manuel Miranda, an, another genius. Uh, Donald Glover. Um, hell, I'll sit down with Pete Rose or Ken Griffey Jr. if they're willing to give me the time of day. Um, I'll tell you what, you guys can play back this episode down the line, you know, a year or two years from now. If any of those people that I just mentioned ever have a conversation with me, I will know that I, I will know that the podcast has made it even to a small degree. So, that's about it. I we're not going to I'm not going to keep you guys here for an hour this time. So, the vast majority of you who who are not fans of the long-form podcast structure, you'll be thrilled with this episode staying uh, relatively short, compact. Next week, as I alluded to earlier, I'm going to be speaking to an award-winning documentary filmmaker, Dr. Keith Scully, for a conversation about his acclaimed Netflix documentary, A Life on Our Planet. Keith and I will be forecasting the next 100 years on Earth, and it's not looking pretty good right now, guys. Um, We'll be talking about the degradation of the oceans, the endangerment of most animal species, and the inevitable crisis of global food production. And in fact, how it could lead to a mass extinction event if we don't act now. Now, it is an extremely critical conversation that I have with Keith coming up, but it's not all negative because we do discuss some specific concrete things that we can do to prevent this future from becoming a reality. Much like my conversation with Abby, it is extremely thought-provoking and you will learn a lot, but I would definitely enter the conversation prepared to be exposed to some things that you probably never knew, and you definitely should know. So that's coming up next week on Nervous Habits. Again, can't thank you guys enough for being with me for the last 50 episodes. Whether you're someone who listens every week, or you're someone who, you know, you listen at 10 minutes once because you were on the elliptical and you were just flipping around, uh, what have you, I still appreciate you and your listenership and your fandom. Um, if you are an occasional listener in the pod, Um, I would appreciate if you went on Apple Podcasts and and reviewed, rated reviewed the pod. Because because let's put it this way, there's a reason that Elon Musk isn't isn't responding to my emails. Um so yeah, I'd appreciate if you took literally five seconds as you're listening to this right now, um, you know, opened up the Apple Podcast app you know rated rated the pod would take five seconds writing two sentences would probably take 30 seconds it it means a lot to me especially as the podcast continues to grow if you would do that um if you're not following us on social media you can do that on instagram nervous habits podcast on twitter at nervous habits underscore uh, what am i missing on youtube nervous habits podcast i think i'm going to start putting out more youtube episodes over the last um uh over the next couple of months because because I do I, I do think it's 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 cool it's, it's sort of a different element uh, of the pod for, for folks that are on the tube and of course the OG nervous 7 podcast at if you are a listener if you are a partner listening if, if maybe you think you'd be a good guest on the podcast if you want to if you want the podcast to sponsor you or your business nervous podcast is the best place to listen to And I think that's it, guys. I think that that's a wrap. That is a wrap. 50 episodes in the books. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And stay nervous. Take care.